Welcome back to 929. We're in chapter 16 of Leviticus. Tet Zain Vaika. We're going to be talking about the prohibition of entering the Holies of Holies and the service of Yom Kippur. We're also starting Parashat uh, Um And talking about teshuva. Teshuva usually translated as repentance um, is more accurately rendered as return. In essence, we are in all good, but it is not always apparent. The purpose of Yom Kippur is to return to our innermost essence that is pure goodness. Detox. The scapegoat for Azazel was removed and discarded representing a spiritual detox from the harmful influences we have absorbed. So the Parasha starts by mentioning the prohibition of entering the Holy of Holies. Um, God said to Moshe, when you relate the following commandment, stress that it is after the death of Aaron's two sons, when they came near before God, that they died. God said to Moshe, speak to your brother Aaron that he should not come at all times into the Holy of Holies. Inside the partition in front of the lid, which is on the ark, so that he should not die. For my presence always appears there with a pillar of cloud, so one should not go there regularly. After the death of Aaron's two sons, don't we already know that two sons of Aaron had died? Why does the Torah repeat their number? Because now the souls of Nadav and Avihu ceased to be two separate entities and became one soul, which was transmigrated into Pinchas, their duality, and died, and they had now become one. Okay. Um... God told Moshe that they had died through coming near to God, that they came close to the supernal godly light through their desire of holiness, and this caused their death. This is the mystical phenomenon known as death by divine kiss, uh, through which the righteous pass away. Normally, the righteous are kissed by God, causing their passing, whereas in there, there, this case, the Dov and Avio themselves kissed God. Wow. Their love of holiness was so strong that even when they felt that they were about to die out of their closeness to God, they did not hold themselves back from attaching themselves more strongly to God in a bond of sweetness and love to the point that their souls expired. Whoa. That is crazy. How can you expect a person at the climax of his spiritual bliss to want to return back down to earth, to his mundane life? If his love of God is genuine, how can we hold himself back at the height of his arousal and reimmerse himself into the constraint of corporeal existence? From where can you acquire the vigilance not to go too far? It depends on how you start your spiritual voyage. If you start with a goal of self-satisfaction, you will not want to turn back from your spiritual bliss to attend to the needs of the physical world. But if your initial intention is to follow God's will, 
then even at a point of heightened spiritual arousal, you will still be willing to return back to the world and carry out the mission for which you were created. He created the world not to be empty. He formed it to be inhibited. Rabbi Shalom Dovel Schneerson of Lubavitch. On a smaller scale, we all sometimes have a spiritual awakening, perhaps on the Shabbat or the festivals, or especially during the 10 days of repentance and the days of atonement. At such time, remember that whatever you experience during this special holy moment needs to be taken back with you. When you return to normal everyday life, this spiritual awakening cannot be allowed to evaporate without having a tangible effect. It must be harnessed as a moment of truth. Truth, lasting inspiration. Rabbi Menachem Mendel Schneerson. After the death, he should not come at all times to the Holy of Holies. Rabbi Lazar, son of Azariah, illustrated this with a parable of a patient who was visited by a doctor. The doctor said to him, Do not eat chilled foods and do not lie down in a cold, damp place. Another doctor visited him and said, Do not eat cold foods or lie down in a cold, damp place so that you will not die like so-and-so died. Clearly, the second doctor motivated the patient more effectively to follow his instructions than the first doctor. This is why the verse states that Aaron should be warned not to enter the holies of holies after the death of Aaron's two sons. Ha. Ah. He should not come at all times into the holies of holies. Sometimes are favorable to come before God to draw down blessings and to make requests. Other times are not favorable because din, judgment in the world. The lunar months, Adar, Nisan, Iyar, Sivan, are times of mercy. The months of Tammuz, Av, Tevet, and Shvat are times of din. During the months of Elul, Tishrei, Marcheshvan, and Kislev, judgment is pending. Very interesting how it's all... Wow. Also, during the time of half of each lunar month, when the moon is increasing its illumination each day, it is a favorable, favorable time. During the latter half of the lunar month, when the moon is running, it is a time of judgment. And there are days of the, in the week which are favorable. Sunday, Sean. Sunday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Friday, whereas Monday and Thursday are days of din. This is really interesting to me because I was born on Adar, um, and, but I was born on a Monday, so I kind of have like uh, mercy and din a little bit, maybe. Possibly. Who knows? This is pretty cool. I love Kabbalah Bites. <laughs> um, and then it just talks about, you know, what he does with the sacrifice. You know, the incense um, and the sacrifice he gives for the Day of Atonement, Yom Kippur. Um, yeah, um, let's see what else.
for his household. Tradition informs us that the term household refers specifically to the high priest's wife. You cannot serve in the exalted office of high priest on the Day of Atonement unless you are married. Yoma 2a. Yeah. Also, it talks about how it's like a Shabbat rest of you and you should afflict yourself. It is the eternal status. Um, this will be an eternal statute for you to atone for the Jewish people for all their sins once a year. Um, and I think we also learned that, I think I skipped it somewhere. You will be cleansed before all your sins before God. This, the day itself brings atonement, but it will only be effective for those who are remorseful. From this verse, we derive that the day of atonement atones for transgression against God, your sins before God. But the transgression between man and his fellow, the day of atonement will not atone unless you first make amends with your fellow. Yoma 85b. So, yeah, and we should, we should first say sorry to our friends. We should also forgive our friends and also forgive them even if they don't say sorry. Do it for your own sake. And trust me, when you learn to let go, it is the most... Um, it's the best gift you could give yourself because if you keep thinking about these people and all of this stuff, like they are just living in your hand rent free and nobody wants that. So this is the end of chapter 16. Thank you for listening. Yashir koach.